a better class of radio station. All flavors radio. Hi, I'm Heather Hayward, and I'm tuned to the Drive Time Show with Wimbo and Naturally on AllFlavorsRadio.com. Go there, girls. Do you know the best project you'll ever work on? Just in case you didn't know, the best project you'll ever work on is you. There's no project that will give you a greater return on investment. There's no project that will give you better relationships, better results, better finances. There's no project. Do you know the best project you'll ever work on? Just in case you didn't know, the best project you'll ever work on is you. There's no project that will give you a greater return on investment. There's no project that will give you better relationships, better results, better finances. There's no project that will give you a better life, more than the project of working on yourself. The greatest version of you is waiting for you, but that version will only be realized If you do the work, you must do that work. The problem is, most people aren't willing to put in that work. They sooner pick up a beer before a book because a book might remind them they have a long way to go. And most people, most people aren't willing to go the distance. What they fail to understand though, is all those easy and comfortable choices now lead to a harder life later. All those choices that require no brain activity now, fry your brain later. All of those choices, little by little add up to a great big problem later. And that problem is called disappointment. And there really could be no greater pain than that of being disappointed in yourself. The good news is that it is never too late to start working on the best version of you. It's never too late to say, Today is the day. Today is the first day of the rest of my life. It's never too late to start reversing all the poor decisions you have made by building new, stronger habits that will lead to new, impressive results. Problem number two, though, is just around the corner. And that problem is that most people don't have the staying power. They either don't see immediate results and quit far too soon, or they get to a certain level, a level far from their actual potential. And then they go back to their old habits, which will bring about the same old results. Listen to me. You don't need a better phone. You don't need a better home. You don't need better circumstances. You need a better mindset. Mindset is everything. It's the difference between an average life in a magic life, the best version of you is waiting for you to claim. 
but you'll never see that version if you quit. You'll never know your greatest self if you give up. And how sad would that be? You never meeting the best version of yourself because you gave up too soon. Never knowing how far you could have gone. Always wondering what if. Forever living in regret knowing you could have pushed just a little bit harder for a better life. Knowing you could have pushed a little harder to set a different example. To break the invisible limit barrier that has stood for generations. You can be the one to break that barrier. You have to decide. There is no greater project you could ever work on than yourself. The better you are, the better everyone in your world is. Your example is seen by everyone you love. Will they see a positive example? Or will they see someone who never pushed for their true potential? Will they see someone who gave everything to be the very best they could be? Or will they see someone who settled for every easy option that was put in front of them? You must fight! You must fight for your best life. Great lives are handed out. They don't just appear through Netflix and Facebook. You have to work on you to bring that version out of yourself. And that work is not a one-time thing. It's a lifestyle. It's a commitment. And it's an honor. Start chipping away at everything you want out of your life. And replace those things with only things that make you stronger, better, happier. Develop a daily practice that makes you better. Make that practice a habit by doing it every single day. I mean, nothing can get in the way of this daily ritual you create for yourself. Reading, listening, learning, applying, gratitude, meditation, exercise, preparation, health, wealth, everything that matters to you. This is your new life. This is a new you, the best you you are creating. The greatest project you will ever work on deserves priority over everything because it affects everything. Do that work on you, always. Welcome to Blackboard Boulevard, it's far from amazing Where that chalk sketch silhouettes of brothers on pavement Where that white boys raised and the black boy he raised Disguising shackles with cuffs, it's that modern day slavery When my nose is wide and my lips is swollen So this whip I'm driving that must be stolen I mean, was he hiding, was he holding it, that be a nine
I'ma place in Bible way blood inside of my DNA So the history of my pigments been written all on my face So I won't accommodate to that shit that I can't relate Like yelling all life matters with privilege in your veins It's hella hard to be an optimist when we optionless Documents say we in danger if them cops exist Life is like a box of chocolates And no, I'm not convinced with chocolate kids Spending life in a box for the same crime the white kid did What's he hiding? What's he holding? If that be a nine Radio.com. How are you doing, chat room? How are you doing? Tune in. How are you doing? WhatsApp. How are you doing, the world? I am Wimbo77. I am naturally Lily. And we also have DJ. Good evening. KJB. KJB in with us. And oh, I don't know what's going on here with my mic. And please let me know that you can hear us okay out there. And it is, yes, we're in August. August has approached us already. Can you believe it? Mm. Naturally, Lily, how are you doing? How was your day? It was long and tired. Oh, you're long and tired. I'm sorry to hear that. It is hot, but we're not going to complain about the the weather, are we? Because, you know, very, well, I can already feel it in the air those September mornings where we know that, you know, the weather will change. I can't feel that. I, I feel it. It just, sometimes it's just like a reminder of last year. I know I felt a certain way at a certain time of the year. I can't explain that either. But the weather don't feel like that. You feel like that, but the weather <laughs> don't weather. feel like that. It's actually the weather. Mm. Yes. DJ KJB, why are you looking at me like that? Because it's hot. <laughs> but do you not like the heat? Is it because we're not grown up with it or you what? You know this England, the heat different. Like when we go abroad, the heat does not feel like this. There is no breeze. There is no, like, I love the heat. Mm. I, I do. I love the heat. <laughs> but, yeah. Never mind. Never mind. It's glad to, like I'm to just sweat. glad that you're in the, the studio tonight. I'm glad you're here with us. And you too, DJ KJB. We've, we've become a threesome, right? Yeah, quite like it. Quite like you like it? it? Yeah. Yes, it's nice. What, what do you think? Um, sorry, KJB, you wanted to say something. Three Musketeers. 
the three musketeers <laughs> how do you feel about it listeners let us know let us know what you think of the 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 change in um yeah the shift and sometimes we have to i mean we are going now into our um it's been two years now that we've been with all flavors radio thank you george flavors and we've got to give a big shout out to george and laro well done for the olympic park mm. so sorry we couldn't get with you on saturday when i tell you it's horrible having to choose between different functions that you have to go to and i had my plan i had my plan i had it was my cousin's book launch on saturday and then it was so i said right we'll do uh, james because he's in stratford and then we'll go on to the olympic park and then we'll go to sam's Mm. um function because my it's jamaican independence Mm. and sam has something every single year However, it did not work out that way because we went out the night before. Big up to Maxine Griffith. Great night on Friday night. And yeah, we didn't leave out the house till what o'clock. It was meant to be at James's for what o'clock. Oh, no. And then when we got to the tube down at Tottenham Howe, when we saw the crowd, it's like we were blocked at every single way. Every time we went, went James Street to try and get to Stratford. We oh, went no. all different places to try and get to Stratford. Block, 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 block. So we said, no, we'll just walk over and just go to Sam's. But it was a beautiful event it was really it great was lovely, event yeah it was really nice yeah and it's always great for families to get together isn't it yeah definitely yeah definitely. so big up to sam lady goldie great night saturday night and yeah and great on jamaican independence i've never really looked into jamaican independence but i guess it's getting out of colonial rule right well not really because the queen's still our sovereign estate so. she is still yeah okay Just like Bar- barbados they only just <laughs> kicked her off the throne um but i'm sure there there's talks about this something similar happening in jamaica but obviously it was independence from their hold on us yet we're still part of the commonwealth i don't know i don't know i don't know and we've just had the commonwealth games as well have you been following it yeah and jamaica's been mashing it up they have. Been, there was a 17 year old boy who broke a record of he did over oh, the, 100 the long yeah, jump yeah over really? 17 meters or something that was amazing i, I did really see good. that i saw it because i'm not a sporty person myself i know you are kjb i know because i work i'm not because there's times that some of the races yeah. are on i'm not I'm yeah not to watch it yeah yeah no, so jay has them on sometimes so yeah, yeah. wow so there we go so even though we're not part of the commonwealth we're part of the commonwealth because we're in the commonwealth games right no we are part of the commonwealth oh we what does that mean what does it mean Manual. to be part of the commonwealth <laughs> we're getting independence but them keep us still listeners please let us know what it means to be a part of the commonwealth i in my ignorance have not gone in and checked it because i we were not even talking about it so i'm terrible if we're talking about something i'll go and do all the research but we should know really being part of that but then we're just i guess born and bred here in to a degree but we should really know our culture i think it's similar to so we gain independence from great britain in the sense that prior to 19 65, 68, I can't remember what year it was. Um, we were still under British rule. Yeah. Which meant if you were born prior to that, you would have been a British <clears throat> citizen, meaning that all them people with Windrush that were sent back home mm. were British citizens because them would have had British passport or whatever. Um, a bit similar to how we've done a Brexit. We still have European Union oh. passports. We're no longer part of the European Union. So they would have gained independence from Great Britain, but they're still part of the Commonwealth under british yeah because that kate and william 
when they went over there recently. Please, <laughs> they were not welcomed. No. Um, Jamaicans are like, we've had enough of you right now, so you guys need to bounce and just yeah. go about your business. Um, however, they they still have that kind of thing mm. where they, I guess they go into countries, but they don't have that weight anymore. I think I don't even think that the the crown has a weight in this country, to be fair, given the fact of um, Andrew with his shenanigans and um, that's the weight, Epstein though, business. Because they do have weight because they've just yeah, managed to buy everything, everyone out. M- um, Joy McKay asked the question yesterday, Mumra. Hi, Mumra. Um, what do you think? They, are, are they going to do anything to him? What would you say? Yeah, they stopped him from coming to the Queen's Jubilee. That's what oh, they wow. did. Oh, wow. Is that all? And then said he had COVID. That weird, stupid. Um, and then I saw something the other day, and if we're talking about the Royals, um, a little bit of goss. <laughs> I saw something about, um, what's his name? What's the older brother called? William. William. Apparently yeah. he's had a bit of, he's had a couple of... Um, Yeah. Endeavours. Really? Yeah. But that doesn't that doesn't surprise me. No? No. It no. surprises me. Why? Because he's the squeaky clean one, supposedly. Nah. I think I think Harry's a bit more squeaky clean than, of course than he William is. is. Of course he is. But then he's a demon. Ha- Harry has outwardly been I wanna live that ratchet life, you're gonna see me live that ratchet life. Yeah. And now I wanna live the good good life. I'm living the good good life, but you lot don't like it. But I Harry just tells us how it is he shows us exactly. what he's doing and that's that's the truth isn't it sometimes it's the ones that they say the black sheep of the family they'll call you out on everything yeah but they're the most real realist Realists. ones yeah that are there to to tell you about whatever so whatever we don't actually don't actually have a question tonight but it's really a, a thought mm. and it's asking did you know that black boys are targeted in strip searches what are your thoughts did you know this is something that has been coming out in the news over the past couple of years a couple of weeks and it's an ongoing issue that we've had in this country we're going to be looking into that but what, uh, I what feel else? like we've looked into this already though about the strip searching yeah with child Q no not with child Q before that we had a a show where we was discussing someone who was going to come and talk about no someone was going into schools to discuss whether um, young black boys knew their rights. Mm. And then we spoke about the statistics of strip searching young black boys and and whatnot. Well, it's come up in the news again. So it's something that we, again, if we're speaking about it and it's so relevant, why are we having to speak about it again? That's something in that sense. Okay. And we've also asked some questions last week. The ones such as, what would you do if you were um, suddenly found out you were invisible? What will you um, do there? As well as, you start to date your friend's crush. Is that okay? So these were two questions that we asked last week. That sadly, we, we because of the topic, it was about males being emancipated or emasculated, should I say. <laughs> we didn't get a chance to really mm-hmm. go into them. So we'll, we'll look at them. But what is our national day today? National, so, um, naturally, Lily. the national day is National Book Lovers Day. So I like this day. Yeah. National Book it. Lovers Day on August the 9th harnesses all the excitement, bibliophiles feel about books into one celebration. Mm-hmm. Hashtag National Book Lovers Day, a day for all of those who love to read. National Book Lovers Day encourages you to find your favourite reading place, a good book, whether it be fiction or non-fiction, and read the day away. 
Bibliophile is a person who has a great appreciation for for or collects books. Because this one is definitely, I think, for uh, Joy McKay. Because she has a library in her house. Yes, a lot of books. And some great books as well. Really great books. And it's so true. I know you love books naturally, Lily, as well, don't you? I do, but recently I've not really been able to read, which is weird for me. Because mm. I used to be able to finish... I read, read Fifty Shades in 24 Hours, the first wow. book. Yeah. Um, and then the second one, I think it took me about three days to read that one. But I don't know what it is. I've just not been able to pick up a book and... Enjoy reading it, or I listen to audio audio books. Yeah, it's a bit easy sometimes. It's a bit easier, mm. and when it comes to audio book, hence my one is up online as well. But um, my cousin James, he's just done books. Done my it, name yeah. isn't Joe. It's actually quite a good read. Mm. I'm I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I'm enjoying it when I get the chance to because it, it. I don't know. It's like we're busy all the time. Yeah, and. Um, it's like we've always got something to do, but it's good to take time out to to read. Yeah. Because as I always say this to the youngsters, the kids, readers are leaders. Mm. And it's so true because it opens, it's another whole other world, isn't it? Yeah. Reading. And um, yeah, just having a day here, a national day, that's dedicated to readers. I think that's lovely. So mm. what do books help us to do? So it says, step back in time. The very first books used parchment or vellum calfskin for the book's pages. Book covers were made of wood, often covered with leather. The clasps or straps were kept um, kept the books closed. Public libraries appeared in the Middle Ages mm. and then public libraries often chained the books to a shelf or a desk to prevent them from being <laughs> stolen. How many books have I got on my bookshelf? I'm not gonna lie. I didn't steal them from the bookshelf, but but from the book from the library, should I say? Yeah. <laughs> but they're on my they are on my bookshelf. Um with um this belongs to such and such library. We've got a couple of the school books. We was going through the girls' books on whatever day it was outside in their room. And um I was like, this is a school book, and this is a school book. And, this. <laughs> and there's loads wow. of school books that just get trapped in amongst all the other books because they've got quite a few books yeah um and then we found some quite good workbooks that they had that we hadn't looked at and then now um jayla's all of a sudden wanted to start writing in the workbook which is good so it's keeping her occupied yeah yeah yeah, because they need to be kept occupied and i've encouraged jayla there's a book that she's had. I don't know where it is now, but... Oh, yeah, to said, write, write a diary. Not write the diary, but to read a book. So oh. we counted the amount of pages and said, if you read this amount of pages in set time, you will be able to finish this book in nine days. Mm. I don't think she's done it yet. She went away on holiday and so forth as yeah. well. She could have finished the book because sometimes you, we do have gaps where we do have the time yeah. to read. But I think now... They things, have loads of time, but they're always on a tablet. That's the trouble. Yeah. That is a problem. These um, modern technology is taking away that place mm. where they can escape to in a book. You know, I think that modern technology has infiltrated book reading. But then I guess it's also brought its benefits because they will cry mm. if they do not get a bedtime story, which is usually an audiobook. Mm. And a couple of nights ago that was their punishment because they didn't listen it's like you get sent to bed about an order and they cried and when I tell you they cried for maybe an hour and a half yeah yeah and, and I think the advent of technology has helped people with disabilities yeah yeah that's true you think about that that's true yeah. so now reading we're talking about book form I know we're, we're we're celebrating National Book Day 
Um, but we've got to understand that some people with a disability, reading is is not it's an avenue for them. Pages, yeah. So technology is open up. A, Mm. It's true for people with those kind true. of disabilities yeah. where they can't read. Mm. Yeah, I and think even about that as well. Even ones like Lily sh- said mm. just there about the audiobook, mm. how it does help. Mm. And I, I, when I read David Goggins' book, mm-hmm. I had the physical book and the audiobook because I could follow along. Yeah, and it made it, it sounded it down a, a lot easier. Yeah, for me. Because some, some books are just like yeah. a wedge. They're like a brick. Like you've got to get through this thing. And that can put people off. Mm. But then you get short stories. You get all different forms, poetry. There's someone that I saw on Facebook today who's just released a set of po- po- poetry books and so forth. And yet the, 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 there's something out there for everyone. And I also think personally as well that there's a book inside of everybody too. Mm. I was going to say that I have to read currently a lot of academic text Mm. and initially I found it easy just to print them off and read them on the train Um, but like I was saying before I'm finding it very hard to read words on a page Um, and there's a function you can do now where you can get the PDF or whatever read out loud and it helps you to kind of follow like you're saying follow the text as well as make notes or whatever at the same time Um, why do you think yeah. that's happened? Why do you think that you've gone from being able to really delve into a book to the point of not being able to read? What's happened in between that time, do you think? I don't know. I think one of the reasons why I haven't been able to read a, a book is because mm. once I'm gripped by a book, I will sit and read the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and I haven't had the time to read the first few pages of a book to know if I'm gripped or not. Mm. Um, and then obviously there's loads of other things that kind of get in the way where you're, you know, you've got your family life, you've got your work life, you've got your school life, because mm. obviously we're, we're in school, but also we said already social media does take away a lot of your time. Like I spend a lot of time just swiping up. It's easier to just to be entertained than take the time to sit down and focus. Yeah. Do you think that's what it is? Yeah. Because we've had such long days with times it's it's tough sometimes yeah so just to be entertained is easier but then we're losing that art or we're losing out on the privilege of reading mm. that will elevate us to a different level do you think not necessarily because you don't necessarily have to be a reader to be elevated i don't think mm. i think we have this some people enjoy reading, some people don't. Not necessarily people that don't like reading have can't elevate themselves. But I think you have to... Like, obviously, a day like today is National Book Lovers Day. It's yeah, not National book, book Day yeah, where you yeah. got to pick up a book and read it. It's National Book Lovers Day. If you love reading books, today is the greatest day for you because you do it on a regular basis. You know what genre you like, you know you know, who's your best author, that kind of mm. thing. Um, I know what type of genre I like, but that genre is not particularly great on a page if you don't have a good imagination. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I think that's partly why that ability to be able to read a good book can be difficult. Um, because if you're reading a good book, but you can't paint the pictures of what's happening mm. on the page, you're just going to completely lose lose what you're reading the last book i read is actually a series it's um oh what was his name james patterson um and it was a number it's a number two in his 
I think it's like a 13 book series. Wow. And the first book I read cover to cover, 900 and something pages. The second book I read the first half of it because I got it off free books. I got an app where you can get free books. <laughs> and I read the first half of it. And then as I was reading the rest of it, I was like, oh, this isn't the book. So the someone had downloaded two books into one. So then I had to go and download the audio book and ended up listening to it. Yeah. But I don't like the way pers- the person talks. And that's completely lost. I've lost the desire to read that book now. Do you get what I mean? So because it's, it's the audio. It's yeah, supposed to be the right person yeah. that's reading it, doesn't it's it? It's got to be the right. You've got to have the right voice, the right picture in your head, the right atmosphere. There's yeah. a lot that comes into reading a book for me. Yeah. Um, and it does invoke emotions in you. And if the emotions aren't particularly positive, you're not going to want to read that book. Mm. If you get mm. what I mean. And your points, um, KJB. No, I, do, I, do, I agree with what you're saying. I think if you're going to, if you get, even though you're not a lover of a book and you want to read a book, you've got, you, you got to be in the right mood. Yeah. You've got to have the right atmosphere. You've got to be in, in the right place. Mm. And, and the way we live our lives today, that's not all those but should we not create those places? No, you can, yeah, you can try and create that, but by the time you've created it, you might not want to read. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Do you know what I mean? That lots of creating yeah, that space. Yeah, so it's, and I think there's a lot to that goes into reading a book. It's mm. not just getting a book and sit down and read. Yeah. What Do goes into mean? reading a book then? What, what's the I think, goes I think what it? goes into, like I said, you've got to be in the right headspace, you've got to be comfortable, you, you've got to make sure. You, you've got a space that's quiet and well lit for you mm. and all those things take time and like we've said before because our days are filled up with things that take up our time mm. we've got to make time mm. do you but, know what I mean yes, so that's really lately. if you're going to make time you've got to be someone who wants to read the yeah, book yeah. or want to read I've got some of a funny story and I can hear all the Jamaican parents about to cuss me out but I don't care <laughs> a cut, was it Sunday um all of our, my devices are being used. I think my phone was being used by um, baby and then Jayla had the tablet. So I didn't have no access to no device, which made me a bit vexed, but now I was forced to find something else to do. I was bored. Couldn't go on the computer because Jay was on the computer doing, playing whatever game. Um, and then my laptop was at work. <laughs> Everyone's got something, I don't have nothing. And I thought, oh. And I, while we was cleaning up the books in Janae's room, Jayla's room, we had found my old Sudoku book that I looked at the pages. So I used to sign the date that I'd finished a Sudoku mm-hmm. and I've had it since 2017. And I'm one of those people, I think it's ADHD in me. I pick up something, start it and never end up finishing it. Mm. So I started this book and mm. was forced to find something else to do. And I did, I had a good hour or, or just over, just under an hour to finish a couple Sudokus. Then I still had no tablet time. I went and did a bit of meal prep and then I went and did a word search. So sometimes you have to be forced into Situation. the right atmosphere. So then, can I say then, it's the technology that's taken us away from the things that we could actually be doing. Not necessarily because I, I read that, books on my I read books on my phone. So you re, so exactly. So you're reading, mm. but you said um, obviously when it comes to disabled people that it for them mm. that it's opened up an avenue for them. Yeah. However, mm. it has. It is a killer of time because how much time do we actually spend on social media sites as well? How much time do we but that's spend scrolling? We're using social media assuming to do that, our yeah. technology to do that. Yeah, or watching Netflix or doing something else techno- technological-wise. weird on Sunday is that the TV was there. I could have mm. gone in my room to watch... We don't know, I'm actually crying. To watch the Crime Channel. But I just didn't feel... 
Like I wanted to. Yeah, yeah. It was, I think it's one of those, you know, those switch off days. Mm. I think it was one of those switch off days where, yeah, you did have to kind of di- mm. di- distract yourself or, or come away from detach social media, yourself detach yourself, it. that's yeah. it. Um, and not go onto social media and not go onto scrolling or or shopping for clothes that you never mm. never actually buy out You the just basket. put them in your basket. Yeah. I got about 200 and something pounds <laughs> worth of baby's clothes in my pat pat or whatever it's called. See, so beautiful people. What? What about you? How do you feel? Are you readers? Are you lovers of reading, or do we f- flitter? We can flitter time away doing other things. You know, it may be important, may not be important. It's down to each individual. And at the end of the day, it is National Book Lovers Day, and we observe it. We sit back, we relax, and read. And I said, don't forget to share the joy of reading with young people in our lives because they're the next generation. And yes, although we, it's wonderful that, again, when we go back to technology, that there are digital books mm. that we can tap into. I personally, I do love a tangi- tangible book, mm. although ebook is easier because it's you can have 10, 100,000 books on one tablet or whatever. But just having that book and smelling the pages and turning the pages and reading the pages, that's a whole different experience, isn't it? Mm. But like you've said, it's the time. It's the time that we have to do this. So beautiful people, if you are a lover of reading, hashtag National Book Lovers Day. Today's National Book Lovers Day. And yes, we have it in so many different formats now. We have the tangible book. We have the ebook, We have the audio book. How do you tap into reading? All right. So... That is it. We'll see y'all in five. Stay there. We'll be back after these. Are you having an event and looking for entertainment for your event? For all ages, from bouncy castles, selfie mirrors, rodeo balls, call Boss Leisure now on 7 That's 07- This is the station with all your music in one place. Join the pink frilly tutus. Join the walkers, the joggers, the runners. Join the people remembering friends, family, loved ones. Join the kids, the mothers, the grannies. Join those who are living with cancer. Join those who have beaten it. Join the most fantastic day. Join the 5 and 10k events making a difference in the fight to beat cancer. Join the girls this summer at Tesco and Cancer Research UK's Race for Life. Join now. Find an event near you at raceforlife.org. Les 29, 30 et 31 juillet, trois jours de festival à la Dominique. Le Cadence Lipso Tribute Festival à ne pas manquer. Hommage à Mindai Gouvers. Jeff Joseph. Fitzroy Williams et une pliade d'artistes invités. Le grand rendez-vous musical pour les grandes vacances est le dernier week-end de juillet à la Dominique. Pas moitié sa maman. And I'm naturally Lily. Join us for the Let's Talk Drive Time Show every Tuesday evening between 6 and 8 pm. We can discuss fun facts, the word of the day, and current events. Join in the conversation. See you in the chat room. Broadcasting worldwide online 24-7.
to Billy Porter. Children. How are you doing, chat room crew? I do enjoy McKay. Norbert from Castries. Bella Ara, how are you doing from there out there, Munich? Give a shout out to all the All Flavors DJs. Big shout to guest 92. Gal Gal from Hayes, how are you doing, Gal Gal? Big sh- uh, shout out to Chanel Taylor, John John, Sonny. Big shout out to Samantha, Lady Goldie, Valentine, Jenna. Big shout out to the Fletchers. And to the youngers. Corey E8. Blue stuff last night. And that was the sounds of Billy Porter with children. And we've got to show the children what time it is, right? We have here Cool Million featuring Heather Hayward. Secret Rendezvous.
that Billy Porter song it's such a beautiful song all about children he's he says he's worn the dress he's been there he's done that he knows mama knows it better and mama does know it better would you say that is a true statement KJB that mama knows it better well who who knows it better than mama why would you say that because mama was always the matriarch of a family isn't it I guess so there was yeah. always the papa yeah but, but, but mama was always the one that gets everybody together and get things working and get the family together talking and mm. intermixing. Because Papa was a Rolling Stone, right? I hey, <laughs> Papa was a rune. No. Could have been. Could've yeah, been. we Who just knows? don't know, it. But I just know Mama does know it best. Okay, and that was a great track. And then also that Moonlit Rendezvous, uh, Heather Hayward featured on that track there and they got to number one soul charts this um past couple of weeks so that's really great so high five to you guys so in our history we're i thought you know sometimes we're always looking back right and sadly do you know that um oh her name the one from greece yeah she passed olivia newton john passed away this week well 73 73 young she had cancer oh but she she had a long battle with that you know she she had a very long battle with cancer and uh, that song hopelessly devoted stirred yes and all those like she's iconic another iconic loss this week um but for her my song was hopelessly devoted from such a young age Mm. that song had such an impact on me the I don't know, it was just the whole melody and the way she sang it. She had a beautiful voice as well. And yeah. she, again, someone that played a big part in one's childhood yeah. and they're gone. Doesn't that scare you? Like that when all these ones like passing away. Like I feel like though we have to realise that they were icons in the seventies and eighties. Yeah. And in the seventies and eighties they were in their forties. Do you know what I mean? They weren't young. Was she in her 40s in the 70s? I guess so, yeah. yeah. In the 30s? In the, in the 70s, yeah, she would have been oh, in her 30s. Why? So you've got to realise that they weren't young when those films came out. Um, but then 73 is young though, isn't it? It's not like you've lived three scores and ten. Three scores and ten, is that 70 or is it 80? Isn't that 40? Three scores, isn't that 10? Yes. Yeah, I guess so. Wow. So we just send our condolences out to these families and yeah, what we're going to be highlighting now really are, 
you know, we're always looking back, we've seen ones pass on, but what about the ones that are left over? And we're looking at some young teenagers here that have done some amazing things this week, and it's a heroic black teenagers that saved a residence from a burning building this week. I mean, we're going to go on and see the the correlation with the strip searching and these heroic young boys, why they demonise young black men. Because, again, they are doing some great things. We're going to look at an organisation that are up, up, up building young black men to be better versions of themselves, but yet we're still demonised. So this leash, what, what these heroic young black teenagers, what do they do? So these a group of black teenagers have been praised for their heroic efforts in rescuing people from a burning building in East London. A blaze erupted from a tower block in Bethnal Green on Thursday around 6pm after a loud explosion went off. The teenagers who all attend the Young Black Men Project heard the noise as they were on their way to attend community centre before jumping into action. Um, Zach said there were five of them... There were five of us. We all had different roles. I said I'd find a disabled people and another friend was pointing people to the exits. We went up the floors, knocking on the doors, telling people to leave the building. A lot of people were shocked. They thought we were trolling them. So it was a struggle when it was a struggle to explain to them we weren't joking. I heard that there was a guy on the fourth floor who had heard who I had heard was deaf and blind. So I was trying to go to rescue him out of the building so I put him on my back and took him down the stairs that's beautiful isn't it Lily the 18 year old added being Muslim being a Muslim we're trying to help guys that could have been a dad and that could have been anyone and everyone's here everyone's thinking I'm a hero now and I'm thinking this is normal Mm. see so how they think and they they were young black and Muslim Mm. because you know that Muslims are demonised as Mm. well we watched what was that thing we was watching yesterday Ken, about oh. the Irani young man. Oh, collateral is called. Yeah, collateral. collateral. And they, the, the way they demonised, what it was is they got into a soldier that had PTSD's head that every Iranian or Muslim person that comes over, that they are terrorists. Mm. However, look what this young boy, look what these young guys done. Put someone on their back, yeah, blind and deaf, to save their lives they they had an organization as well it highlights in that article doesn't it how organized they were there was ones on the yeah they were given and... direction and i find it interesting that it took 100 firefighters and 15 fire engines um eight hours to finally subdue the blaze mm. on the early hours of the friday morning leaving a second floor fat significantly damaged so without these young boys help you know could have been another what could another what was it the one from the 6th of june i find this you know? interesting though because it, this is gonna sound really weird they were somali and only very recently mm-hmm. i don't know if we've had this conversation before have somalians started classing themselves as black really yeah but regardless of whether they class they class themselves as black or not the public will no, right? Because the public weren't classing them as black. So what they, when we were in school, yeah. a Somali was. It was weird. It was it was it was a warped concept. You wouldn't you even though you could see them brown, you just they just weren't. I don't know why. I agree. Do they you know, weren't do you know classed why? as black. 
Do you know why? Because it's the same in Egypt. You know the Egyptologist that they whitewash everything? Yeah. And there was an Egyptologist say, speaking and highlighting how, oh, they don't know if they are from the African culture, although they're living on the African continent. Oh, no, they're from I'm... African descent. So is it African descent, but they're, I don't know any, an African no, that isn't I never, black. I never said, no, there are many Africans that are not black. That's, a, that's not, mum, you know that's not true. Afri- I'm to- talking about but, African descent, Lily. But I'm not saying not that. people that were I'm in the country and infiltrated it. We weren't it. classing them as African. I'm saying they weren't classed as black. Mm. They themselves would, I know it's, it's, it's strange. We went to school with Somali girls and the Somali girls we went to school with would not class themselves as black. Recently, you know, with the comeuppance of social media, I've seen a lot more Somalians not even class themselves as Arab because that's that was a class they would put themselves in with mm. Arab. They won't even class themselves as Arab now. Now they're proudly African, black Africans. Um, but I think, I don't know why it's changed. I don't know where this acceptance has come from. But Sometimes you just have to accept the inevitable that you are what you are, isn't it? Regardless of what you th- what we think we are, sometimes you have to come to the realisation that actually this is who I am. Yeah. You know, and maybe that's what it is, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. It's nice to see that they are proudly saying we were we're young black Muslim boys and we knew the right thing was to help these people, not because we're heroes, just because that's the right human. Thing to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? And the, the 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 company that they're affiliated with, the Young Black Men Project, this is a project, yeah, that's the vision of this project. They want to live in a world where young black men are mentally, healthily and get help when they need it. All right, so this is this is the actual site. We'll, we'll post it into the chat box as well because their mission is to transform gender norms, enrich mental health and engage in social support. And those young boys definitely engaged in social support. What does that mean, transform gender norms? Gender norms, I, Just, I don't know I what's think, a gender I norm. I think it's the way young black people are perceived maybe. Could be possibly black's not a gender though. It's a no, no, no. I'm just saying. Yeah, I know, I know. But they've had to put it in a way that's acceptable. If you've got an organisation and you put things in a certain way, it might not be seen as proactive or positive. Yeah. So sometimes how you write or make a mission statement yeah. helps you people to see it in a more positive light. Right. Mm. Right. Okay. And it, uh, there's a, a point here. Gender norms are neither st- um, static nor universal and change over time. Sometimes norms are positive. For example, the norms that children, students smoke. Yeah. Children that, shouldn't should smoke. Should smoke. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Other norms lead to inequality. Mm-hmm. So it's the norms. So right. it's not necessarily gender, male, female, mm-hmm. but the norms of what they are, are expected yeah, of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Household chores, for instance, is that a gender norm that a woman should just do all the cleaning? Yeah, is that gender norm? Not in twenty twenty two. That's an idealist norm. Because I saw I saw something today where this guy he set it up. They quite obviously were living together. The male and the female were living together. He sprinkled all roses at petals at the front of the door, and it led in the path. And she was like, "Oh no!" And he gave her a bunch of roses, and the 
<laughs> the rose petals led to the kitchen sink where it was just a mess. And she was, she was just, wow, threw the flowers in his face and walked off. Yes, yes. Because that, he'd done all of that. No, That's something you would no. do if you're going to propose to someone, not take her to the, the kitchen no, sink, you know? No. Is that a gender norm? Because if you was at home all day, you should have done the dishes. If you had enough time to sprinkle it, you could pepper them <laughs> pan the floor, or not have enough time for wash dishes. I think that was a, that's 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 a social media norm. Man. He is taking the mic. But I think that's why he did it. He did, did reaction, isn't it? Social media no, is about reaction. No, it was reaction. terrible. It, it's she it. was heartbroken. He did that, she, for that was painful. Yeah, yeah. He done it for he done it for the click, <laughs> click 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 click. That's what it's about. Well, I definitely didn't like it, and I thought, wow. Even when you said there were rose petals on the floor, I was getting hot palpitations because who's gonna clean up their rose petals? That's what I'm I think he had to clean up everything. You um, had time to sprinkle rose petals and direct me to the kitchen sink. And it was a mess. Like, obviously, all of his mess as well. But we're, we're talking about, yeah, gender norms are just the way that we people see things, mm. but it doesn't necessarily go that way. Mm. So we're gonna what we're going to do is post that into the chat room so you guys can have a look and see what these young people, this um, male project is doing because they're doing a lot as regards to young black men. And we, we are looking here at these wonderful young, heroic young men that have saved their residents from that burning building. How many, uh, could you say again naturally, Lily, how many firefighters it took in order to get that blaze under control? It was 100 firefighters and 15 fire engines. And it said that um, firefighters were wearing breathing apparatus one man was rescued from a second floor flat and taken to hospital by the ambulance services crew. And then another three people were led to safety by crews using fire escape hoods. And a further person was assisted from the building mm. and they were treated at the scene <clears throat> for smoke inhalation. So altogether, I've just counted, what was that, six people? And guaranteed there was more than that in the building with yeah. these young men helping them out. So yeah, they they done amazing work. Absolutely. So we, we're going to give big up and give a high five to these young men that took it upon themselves to help the residents in this building. And if you see the picture, it was a shell. Literally, wow. it was burnt out. So we, we've not heard of any fatalities because these young boys were on hand and they are putting into practice, as they highlighted in regard to this young black men's project, mm. that, that, that they were put into that social aspect of looking out for yeah. their residents, looking out for their neighbours and making sure that other people were okay. Mm. So I saw something similar to this as well um, mm. this week where it was a group of, this was in America, a group of young men were videoed helping a police officer who had been shot and they'd had him sitting on the chair and they were all rallying around, oh yeah, you tie this here, da da da. And then even the, the policeman that were with this police officer was panicking a little bit like, oh, you know, and then, another black um guy was saying to him look just just make sure the ambulance is coming and there was all rallying around to help this white police officer mm. and it was nice to see because it was a it was a white guy that had posted it and it was like things like this do not get no shown but look at this these young they weren't even young black men they were they were like men that was in a barber shop yeah and this policeman must have got shot don't know how he got shot it didn't say how he got shot but they were there on hand, on hand, making sure he was fine, didn't bleed to death. Exactly. They could have been they like, said, no. yo dog. 
karma. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> they could have, but they went and they rallied around to make sure he was okay yeah. for when the ambulance came. Yeah. So there's a lot of instances that we don't see. And that's the point, isn't it? Like, I've seen some things. Um, there was one that I saw recently. It broke my heart. Oh, gosh. It was a policeman upside down in his trousers on some rails oh, he was obviously chasing after somebody and he had cacked himself and all people were there ha 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 filming him how that's the most embarrassing situation to be in someone should have helped no no someone should have helped that man like you said those guys were rallying around and regardless of how we feel about the police how we feel because we're going to go in and see what the police are doing to black people that's and I'm telling you I'm telling you, no, because it was a bunch of white dudes filming. I'm seriously like those. Uh, No, I've seen. Have you seen that? And it's like he's oh, and he can't get off the rails, and everyone is videoing and laughing at this guy. He must have left his job after that. I I would have had. I would have had PTSD. I had PTSD watching the the video. (laughs) I mean, much less seeing him in that position. And nobody would go and help him. I'm sure these young young men would have, regardless, would have gone and helped him off that fence. But we would have seen a video of it. I'm sorry. We live in the age of social media now. You can't walk past that. You can't walk past that and not, and not bring out your phone. I took a picture today because in Tottenham Hale, there were two men sleeping on the floor. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I earlier. didn't understand it. Like, they were one, homeless. With their suitcases. But they had suitcases. Yeah, they're homeless. With big proper, you know, the like this um, thing like hard suitcase, yeah. homeless sleeping on. Thank God it's warm. See, you was complaining about the heat earlier. At least it's hot. Yeah. You know, but why? Why are people in these positions? Because you've got people like, oh my God, you've got people like Rishi Sunak who say that he wore the same suit twice. So he's like the poor people. I saw that this week. Um, and I thought that this this is representation of someone who thinks that they can... Um, relate to the lay people that's why you have people sleeping on the street because the same person that said that he's like the poor people because he wore the same for $500 suit twice um, then had a speech where he told the rich area that he's taking the money out of the deprived areas to put it back into the rich areas so wow. this is why you have people sleeping on the streets and now they're not even sleeping behind a bridge. They're like, nah, what the heck? I'm just going to sleep. Right by the right station. Outside Tesco. Yeah, right by the station. Yeah. I was yeah. like, well, what's going on here? I didn't understand it. Living. What are your thoughts out there, beautiful people? I mean, we are talking about these young, heroic young men that saved a, a whole building block mm. from passing. It's a bit like Grenfell, right? A lot I of people did, died I did in think that. about that when I was reading this. Okay, story. but these young black men, they took it put, took it upon themselves to go and help this tower block in Bethnal Green on Thursday. That was last Thursday. Yeah. All right. Uh, there was a, an explosion. I wonder what that was all about. But they went and they helped and alleviated the 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 pressure maybe of people perishing in that, mm. that fire. Mm. Okay. And then, like you just said there, Lily, with uh, the the opposite, we're going to see the opposite because we're we're asking the question, or we're, it's not necessarily a question, but it's just asking it's a conscious thought. Did you know that black boys are targeted in strip searches, and it's about fifty eight percent of young black men are targeted. Yeah. We're going to look at this. Can no, KJB? No, no, no. What were you going to say? 
get targeted in this this way and just want you to think about that what are your thoughts about it and what are your thoughts about these young boys helping these residents did they do the right thing mm. going in and helping them or you know is it the normal thing to do or like we said there just now naturally Lily with the, the policeman about him hanging upside down just leaving him and embarrassing him is that the right thing to do because we don't like the police is that the the right thing that we'll do is just watch someone just in a precarious situation and just stand there filming and laughing at them what are your thoughts out there beautiful listeners we love to hear from you we'll see y'all in five is the station with all your music in one place. Join the pink frilly tutus. Join the walkers, the joggers, the runners. Join the people remembering friends, family, loved ones. Join the kids, the mothers, the grannies. Join those who are living with cancer. Join those who have beaten it. Join the most fantastic day. Join the 5 and 10K events making a difference in the fight to beat cancer. Join the girls this summer at Tesco and Cancer Research UK's Race for Life. Join now. Find an event near you at raceforlife.org. Les 29, 30 et 31 juillet, trois jours de festival à la Dominique. Le Cadence Lipso Tribute Festival à ne pas manquer. Hommage à Mindai Goovers. Jeff Joseph. Fitzroy Williams. Et une pliade d'artistes invités. Le grand rendez-vous musical pour les grandes vacances est le dernier week-end de juillet à la Dominique. Pas moitié ça, maman. Okay. And I'm naturally Lily. Join us for the Let's Talk Drive Time Show every Tuesday evening between 6 and 8 p.m. We discuss fun facts, the word of the day, and current events. Join in the conversation. Broadcasting worldwide online 
shout out to the chat room. Tune in. WhatsApp. And worldwide listeners. How you doing, Bella Ara? Out of Munich. Corey E8 loved your, your set last night. Joy McKay out of London. Mark Philogene out of Bremen. How you doing, Mark? You can catch Mark on a Sunday and a Monday. You can also catch Bella Ara on a Saturday from 1 till 2. So sorry we've not tuned in, Bella Ara. Had a heavy schedule over the past few weeks, but we'll be joining you very soon. Also, filling in on a Sunday morning, we have John J. E. You can catch John J.E. from 8 till 12 on a Sunday morning. And bigging up our governor, George Flavors. Catch George on a Saturday night. And a Sunday afternoon, Saturday from 10 till 12. Sunday from 2 till 4. Get following us tonight. DJ Laro from 8 till 10. And AD Francis from 10 till 12. You know what DJs have been out there busy, working at the Olympic Park this start end. Big things. And that was the sounds of the temptations. I'm going to give you this one here. Big tune from Rose Royce. Magic touch. Show that Kaji and Ninja Man Lloyd. You can catch them on a Thursday. Getting Chrissy Dubs. Like a tender fire Deep inside my soul Your love Billy Ray Valentine Darnell Charlie Muir DJ Nige Check out the schedule beautiful people With my eyes closed
DiCarlo. Sonia. And how you doing, Norbert from Castries? Yes, 224. Milton Keynes. Shout out to guest 861 and guest 863. Such a big tune, that one. Big tune. of Rose Royce there, Magic Touch, big, big tune. From back in the day, they, these, those songs don't age, you know, naturally, Lily. They just bring so much, oh, evoke so much emotion. That's why everyone's sampling up the songs. <laughs> They're sampling everything. It's like, nothing, yeah. can no one come up with nothing new either these no, days? No, That's I kind of scary. I do find that the creative 
flow. Yeah, like some people are just on it with their creativity. Mm. Um, and then others, I listen to it and I'm just kind of like, this is a sample, this is a sample. We listened to something the other day and Jay really likes the song. And I'm like, you realise this is a sample? <clears throat> He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, what? You haven't heard the original <laughs> Because literally yeah. everything we listen to now is just a sample of something else. Mm. And Even that's, that's a good sample, but still. Yeah, but it's... it's the, 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 I mean, they're coming up with these apps and Facebooks and Instagrams and all these things to connect people. Mm. But I don't think that people have been more disconnected. I think people are disconnected, personally. That's from my opinion. And like we say on this show, Beautiful People, it is our personal opinion. I think people are more disconnected these days than they have ever been. I don't. I don't think so. I think people. No. I don't think so. I think people are connected to who they want to be connected to. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Fair enough. No, but I'm. I'm talking about when it comes to inspiration. When it comes to, uh, when it comes to creation, creativity. No, I don't mm. think so. Because I think some people really have the ability to invoke emotion through their creativity mm. whether it's art whether it's music whether it's um whatever it is drama acting there are people who have the ability to invoke emotion mm. um but like what kjb said you connect with what you want to connect yeah, with. I guess so. Okay. Because even some of the music that comes out nowadays, like Doja Cat, for example, I didn't know who this woman was in the beginning. And to be fair, I couldn't stand her. I didn't even know who she was. And it was one song mm. that she made. And I was like, ooh. And I chose to listen to a different one that she made and a different one. So it was that one song that invoked that correct Election. emotion in me yeah. then I decided to connect to with whatever else that she had going okay. on not that I like everything else that she's got going on but there are a couple that are yeah. are yeah. decent mm-hmm. no, no, sorry. Okay. yeah no I'm finished yeah. Yeah. now I agree with that. and I think because of streaming now you connect or disconnect to yeah. what you want to I don't yeah. think it's about being creative I think people are still being creative don't get me wrong but there's just so much different streaming of different genre of music now mm. that you can connect or disconnect to whatever whatever you, you to. feel what, yeah. whatever your selection feel is. Like yeah. Some of the yeah. genres just need to go in a bin, though. To be honest. <laughs> well, again, it's all like we said. It's all what's the word? Change. Change, but it's relative to like you said, DJ KGB to the individual. Mm. Now we've had um, some feedback from Bella Ara, as well as Corey E Eight on what we were speaking about earlier, about these young heroic men. Mm-hmm. And Bella says it's, it is quite interesting and slightly itchy how persons have continuously applied labels to themselves and others, young, black, Muslim. Could they simply be most common denominator that is human? I understand why people do so, but it just explains to me where persons are in self-knowledge or consciousness. Additionally, I avoid subscribing to the idea of black as a race. Your points on, your thoughts on that, because we were discussing that kind of during the break. I just, I, would, I, I, you know, there's a lot to applaud about the comment mm. of Bella Ara, but we also got to reflect that, that, that labels are also being pushed upon us from outside daily, our, our on a daily culture. basis yeah yeah uh, labels from the but press within from our culture the, as yeah, well from our culture, but mainly mainly the labels are coming from from media 
yeah. when, when you look at some of the the articles that are written about people of color they always start off with black this mm, mm. do you know what I mean muslim this yeah so there's the they, they'll always put labels because it sells it sells what their perception is and what they want to put across mm. so although we don't want we want to just be seen as human labels will always be used because people are perpetrating that kind of it's, culture through through media through social media for street wherever it's quite we, funny because i've done a video on do we own the labels that people give us because growing up as well say if we had a slight mental issue or an adhd issue or whatever that we've been labelled that and do we carry that throughout our lives so in this case we're talking about the idea of being a young or black Muslim or black person all those I guess it's well if you're young you're young it's not label you are young Um, however things such as black or um, highlighting your religion and the idea of a black as a race because that is that is it a label that they've given us or is it something that we own Naturally, Lily. As I always say, this is opinion. Um, I don't particularly resonate with that comment just because whether you subscribe to it or not, you're black. Do you know what I mean? Like, whether you want to be called black or you don't want to be called black, if that's what you look like, you're black. And these are... If we are going to be so pedantic about labelling, then we shouldn't be promoting things like you know, black businesses and black hair care and but I think black this week, black that. that. Brought out about business is business. It's but that's what I'm to do with black or white. That's what I'm it? saying. We we are the most hypo- hypocritical people. We will say, oh well, why are you going to go and spend your money in a Jewish man shop? Why aren't you going to support your black business? And then say, oh, but I don't like labels. That don't make sense. It doesn't make sense. If you don't like labels, you won't be promoting your your you know black business or your hair care line that's that's directed to you know Afro hair or or vilifying young black Muslim men mm. because they have done something that is noteworthy. The reason why that has been noted mm. is because they are a group of people that get demonised. You said that at the beginning of the show. They get demonised. So why can't we make mention when it's an officer, if it says officer saves life, you automatically know it's a white person. Young boy saves kitten from tree. Or then was it a white boy? You see? But you have to be, to be noticed, you have to be pointed out. Mm. We would stand out in China as black people. You would. So if they say an African man is visiting and you're standing in the crowd, them no sit on your top board because you stand out. Yeah. In in this society, whether we like it or not, the only reason we're gonna get the only way we're gonna get noticed is if we are identified. Mm. They don't need to be identified. And that's why like, people don't need to be identified. And going on to what we spoke about a few weeks ago when the young um fella, I can't remember his name, Dijon or Yeah, the fourteen year old killed in broad daylight by yeah. a pack of wolves, a pack of white boys that got off, mm. that there's been something else in the news recently um, with someone similar. It was yeah. a young white fellow that was killed recently. Yeah. And no one's mentioned. So to me, that, that tells me that it was white boys that killed him as well. Yeah. 
because it doesn't say all these group of black boys. boys. Yeah. No, but because it was you white on white violence. White on white, because we spoke black on black and this is the, the whole colour thing again. Mm. Because it's not the fact of, oh no, we're not um, owning up to this, but it is just always prevalent and there in front of us consistently. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's why I go back to my original point. Like Alicia said, this is just opinions. Mm. But that's why I said that... Um, <clears throat> labels are being used yeah. but they're being used because there's a narrative there's a particular um way they want to this group yeah to be seen to yeah. be highlighted yeah to be highlighted and they're going to point them out so whether mm. we we want to take their humanistic point of view mm. about we all should be humans and i appreciate that but realistically it's not how the media sees it or anyone not else how sees media, it. and the media yeah is a massive organisation mm. and, and people buy in to what they read. And, and I don't see why you can't be young, black, proud and Muslim. Like I just, I feel like when we, I think maybe because white people is, people of colour, we are collectively one, yeah? Mm. When white people, I'm going to say it, when they do something noteworthy, they're always getting praised. They always get the, the, the praise and the, their names always, yeah. And my cousin said something to me this weekend, shout out to Valen, who um, got a very, very good job that she starts next month. And her partner says to her, you don't celebrate enough your your um, wins. Achievements. And we don't. Like, There's why, something we why don't. Why are we always yeah. been shying away? Yeah. And it's because we are being told, oh, you always make it about you. You always make it but about race. But you know something? I learned something this morning. I couldn't sleep last night, guys. I just yeah. Sometimes I find it a bit difficult. I'm on the six weeks holiday and my head's all over the place at the minute. However, it was a young black woman. I can't remember her name. I will try and find it, search her out. And she highlighted the reason why we don't shout out about our achievements and the things that we do is because it goes back to slavery I don't yeah, like to go there it does. and because the strong men they would take them away all the people that were doing good the beautiful women they'd go up to the top house and whatever so they mm. say no play yourself down play yeah. yourself down don't no you're stupid you don't know anything <laughs> right so that the the, the master wouldn't come and take you mm. and this is obviously Again, it's a generational thing mm. that's come over. This is what she's saying. Mm. And that's why we play ourselves down. We don't, we don't celebrate our achievements. We don't celebrate our wins purely because that's something that's kind of ingrained within us. And do you know, but do you know what makes me laugh is we say we don't celebrate it, but we don't celebrate our win. And we call a win something that a white person says is normal. For example... An email signature. Mm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go there. <laughs> An email signature. Yeah, the non-person of color has got a, a bachelor's degree and maybe one little diploma. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, they'll put at the end of their name such and such and such. B A dip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. We as black people were like, oh no, if I put that at the end of my name, it's gonna make this person feel uncomfortable. And but it's not a win. You have achieved the yeah. same thing that person has achieved, but why and can't more, you put an extra yeah, name? Yeah, and yeah. it was someone at work that said that to me. They was like, but you've done all of these things. Not what did you do them for, but why are you hiding that you did it? Yeah, but we do because, like, going back to that, yes, KJB. Yeah, and also it's interesting because just going back to the article, 
uh, about the, the, those group of heroic, heroic, get me teeth in. We've not even it's, got into our. I know, I know, but it's just interesting. I'm just going to make the point. It's interesting that it was the Voice newspaper, wasn't it? Yes, mm. it was. And you notice it, was, it wasn't. Uh, although Voice is well read, it weren't a white newspaper. But, but you notice yeah. it wasn't in the national press. Mm. Mm. But yet, in the national press, they will print stories that give a narrative and vilify. And we're going to go and see yeah. that. But, but can I just that, say... That was just a point I wanted to make. Can yeah, I just say that true. Bella Arrow did say it is a great thing to see young men having the courage to enter a burning building, using their energy to help and save other people. Great to, to see they get recognition for their fearless action. I join you with heaping admiration and more strength to them. And Corey B. E8 says, I concur, Bella Arrow. Uh, some caution should be advised when reporting on this story. Only trained per- person should really run into a burning building. However, when did the tra- when did I the mean, trained person turn up? And they were on hand and they'd done what they had to do. In that, you know, sometimes we say fight or flight, right? Yeah. Well, they fought. They yeah. fought and they saved. How many lives did they save? Look at when we go back again. That I, young boy I mentioned that jumped Grenfell. in the in the water to save yeah. the girls' lives. Yeah, and then. I don't know if I'm wrong for saying this, but it's that mentality where only trained personnel. I <clears> drove <throat> past an accident the other day. A boy got hit by a car. Mm. And everyone that was there prior to me was untrained. No one had first aid um, training. No one had a medical background. No one was a nurse, but they all got up to help. Yeah. If you're going to use that, analogy that only trained personnel should go to the scene then the boy would have been lying there in the middle of the road bleeding out of his head until i we drove past in the car and i got out of the car mm. and what happens if i didn't get out of the car I'd be like no nah, i don't really want to do you know what i mean and we, we this is why they should get vilified because it is one of those things where okay yeah there are firefighters that can come and and do the scene but between 100 firefighters they only got out six people mm. And they, the, the guys, they've they done a great... They, do you they know what I mean? So, reps, reps to them, yes, KJB. Yeah, no, and if we go back to Grenfell, mm. if we say only trained people... When, but that was a time, disaster, yeah, though, some, wasn't yeah, it? But the, they were being told certain things. Mm. They were being told to, don't do this, do this, mm. don't do this. And a lot of people, if they had thought about it properly, mm. on hindsight... If they would have reacted differently, they might have saved their own lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes trained people, as, as as much as we appreciate all the emergency services and what they do, sometimes when you're in a situation, you got to do what you got to do. And yeah. I, I understand the comment of you know you shouldn't go run into burning buildings and whatever. And yeah, I understand the comment, but you have to understand when you're in that situation, it is in the moment do you know what i mean and you are going... either gonna go and try and save someone's life where in any situation a burning builder mm. building someone having a heart attack someone getting run over it is in that moment you're either gonna look at the person and be like oh that's sad yeah or you're or gonna do something, do something about, about it and it's going back to what bella said right or taking away from some of the things like not young black and muslim but being human and as a human if you have any compassion within within you you are going to do the right thing. Yeah. And those young boys did. But on the flip side, because we, we've asked the question about black boys being targeted in strip searches 
um, figures show that 58% yeah, of young black men or black boys are undergoing strip searches in comparison to 20% of white boys. Because I saw some young white guys, I don't know if they were stealing from a shop, being stopped by the police mm. on Seven Sisters. But it's 20% of white boys. So 58% to 20% of white boys and 60% of boys from Asian, Asian backgrounds mm. in these strip searches. Now, I know that this whole, there's a new bylaw or this legislation that's come up where they can go in and strip search they used to do this a long time well it was it yeah, was just stop and search wasn't it, was, it in the 80s it was stop and search yeah but then they still abused their powers but it was as they search. always do yeah and this again is from the voice newspaper online and black boys were overrepresented by 55 percent in the amount of strip searches that had taken place without an appropriate adult present compared to their white or asian peers now, we've just seen those young boys doing miraculous and heroic things mm. to being now here demonised and just being stopped on the street and being able to be strip searched. Why the disparity? I think the, the, just like there's a narrative of promoting mm. uh, young black or Asian youngsters as positive role models within mm. that organisation, there's also a narrative where they're being profiled. Right. In the sense that when they're being stopped and searched, they're being stopped and searched because they go under a particular profile. They look a certain way, they're dressed in a certain way. Maybe there's signs that they behave in a certain way. So they're being stopped. But is that, is like you said um, earlier, Lily, it's just the way that they see it, that they can go on and do that. Yeah. Right, why they're doing it. Because, because they have the authority, yeah. supposedly, to do what they want. Who's mm. going to question them? I saw one the other day, a little while ago, actually, when we had the first um, supposed heat wave, because it wasn't as hot as this. And the young boy was wearing a coat. Oh, yes. And the police officer says, well, you look suspicious. Why do I look suspicious? Because you're wearing a coat in this hot weather. And my first thing was... He ain't from this country. Mm. Your hot weather is different than what we see as hot weather. <laughs> it was like 15 degrees. It wasn't hot. Some people will still be wearing a coat. Yeah. So me and you will look at that and be like, they're stupid. But another person might look at that and be like, oh yeah, he looks like he's, he does look suspicious. So because he falls under an umbrella of, this is generally what we think you guys look like, um, Someone else the other day posted something about being called a roadman. Because this is what you think we look like. This is the roadman mentality. And then the white people have the chav mentality. This is what we look like. A police will automatically go, mm, puffer coat. Yeah, I want to see what he's got underneath that puffer coat. The boy that I said got knocked over, he had a couple of like um, sand bags over him. And the police came to help first. And the first thing they said, don't worry, we're, we ain't going to nick you. And I'm like, I'm like, wow! You didn't even try and hide it. Like, you, you, you really? He had bags. What bags? He he had like a like a rucks, not a ruck. It wasn't as big as a rucksack, okay. but like a little thing to put his phone and stuff yeah. in. Maybe he was carrying a little blunt now, whatever. I don't know. But it was just the concept of the fact that you you. The boy is, when I tell you, he's quick up on the road with his face all sliding along the floor Please. and he's bleeding. And your, your thing that you said to him is, oh, I'm just going to unclip your bag. Don't worry, I ain't going to nick you. <laughs> yeah. Really? So that's the first Young thought that's boy. in the mind. 
And it says that the article is taken from, it's a voice online uh, pay article, mm. and it says, we're deeply saddened and horrified by the concerning number of children, particularly black children, who have been subject to strip searches by Metropolitan Police officers without appropriate adult supervision. And we spoke about Child Q a while ago, didn't mm. we, Which where they went into a school and were able to do this, but now they're allowed to be on the roads I mean they've always done it but it was stop and search but But yeah but like I said the difference is now because they've got the the power authority the authority the power Mm. shifting yeah they've been given additional powers so with these additional powers they're assuming that they're doing the right thing Mm. but they're not really seeing the impact on what they're doing I don't think they're assuming that they're doing the right thing on the well they're they think they're assuming because they've been given the authority yeah if if you're in a power of position and you've been given authority to to then go on and do something else Mm. you're assuming that because you've been given that power or that authority it's got to be the right thing to do because it's been handed to you but in in that sense then they're not really reflecting on how that affects the young person when they've yeah, done it because they don't care and when you when you're saying that they've been stripped without a parent present i'm assuming that means they're under the age of 16 yeah it's between 10 and 17 10 10 and 17 yeah see that don't make no sense to me that means my son is traveling home or my daughter's traveling home from school in their little uniform with their big old blazer what need you have to strip them for? It said the report, which details 650 children aged between 10 and 17 years old, were subjected to strip and search from um, 2018 to 2020. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, strip searches, they are intrusive. They are dehumanising. They are humiliating. Mm-hmm. And the majority of children are not charged with offences after being searched. But they've been humiliated. But they've been, this yes. Is what, this, this it, it That's what it's about. It's psychological. To, you know, yeah. It's always, psychological. Always. And now whenever they see a, a, a police officer or a per- person of authority, they're going to be fearful of that person and authority. It's a psychological thing. Mm. It's got, it's, I don't think it's got anything to do because it, a, a policeman that is trying to do the right thing mm. They will think that. about what they need Call to do the before. First. Yeah, they'll think about what they're doing before they do it. The ones that are, are on a power trip, and we see this in the police, we see it in in nursing, we see it with doctors. Mm-hmm. People that have a power trip will do things to make you feel insignificant. So when I when Marjack right one time they took his car away from him, they took my son's car away from him, and we went to court. We didn't have no represent. He represented himself. Mm. And this, the judge's name was Booty. That was the, the magistrate's name. And he really tried to bring Marjak down. And Marjak was, well, what? Because they said, my name is Master. <laughs> so he is call me Master. <laughs> but, I mean, they took his car, they trashed it, they got crushed rid of it, it whatever. It crushed it. Crushed, yeah. But he was in the right. I went online as a civilian and saw that he had all his papers. Why could the CPS not see this? We went downstairs, the woman was like, what are you doing here? But that judge up there wanted to to humiliate him. And he says, well, you need to keep your your police in order mm. or something like that. He'd give it to him. Mm. Mars just told him as it was. Mm. They couldn't do nothing to him because he was 
went within his rights. He was insured. He had everything right. Mm. But still, they wanted to they, put him down. They did you know? it to make you scared. I remember being pulled over. I've been pulled over many times. One of which I was told that I didn't look like I could afford my car. Mm. And I was a bit snarky back to the officer. And I said, is that because you can't afford it? <laughs> <laughs> had a moment. <laughs> but, <laughs> but... I've been pulled over many times. And one of those times that I got pulled over, I think I might have driven over a roundabout, you know, the flat roundabouts. Mm. And it's like, well, I wasn't... You've got to go around those 19 at a time. And I was just like driving the way I drive. Anyway, pulled me over. But at the time, I had three men in the car. Sounds really bad, doesn't it? I had three of my friends, male friends in the car. They initially said they had pulled me over because... I had driven over the roundabout and I said, oh, I'm sorry, officer. I won't do it again. But everything else on the car is fine, so they don't need to talk to me. And then he said, oh, but the car's registered to a miss, whatever, read my government name. I was like, yes, <laughs> that's me. Oh, oh, oh. Um, and who are these people with you? I said, is that the reason you pulled me over? No, we pulled you over because you went over the roundabout. I said, okay, I won't do it again. <laughs> Yeah. What more do you have to say? And it, it's, it's they try to intimidate you. I have been made to cry by the police, but they, they try and intimidate you because they know mm. almost, almost like if you, if you are so fearful of them and you let them give, as, give to you to the point you where you on board. give in, yeah. that the next time you do get pulled, pulled over or the next time you do get strip searched or the next time you do get told that you've got to come down the police station and they try and stick something on you, they'll Ooh. get away with it. Yeah. 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 Uh, just weird. So we're, we're gonna go with three, three because we Marjack, natural Lily, but also our younger son John John. Mm, yeah. He he got, he got stopped. Um, never had a criminal record in his life. Yeah. Never got in trouble. He doesn't have before. one. Still doesn't have one. And he still yeah. doesn't have one. But because he had something in his bag that he trains with, that yeah. he trains with, they saw it has a. But they, they again, try to invoke fear. That's what I mean. So they, That's they, what it is. So they confiscated that, took him to the police station. And although they didn't press charges, they wanted to try and give him a... Yeah, a bad name. Mark. A bad name. A mark. A mark. Like, even a, so a what, is that what record. they're doing? Are they marking our young men? And even though they're, they're letting them go, are they leaving them in a predicament? Just going back as well to Ara, she says, I follow that DJ KJB question is to accept and not to accept those labels white and black say nothing about how what who a person actually is according to professor john henrik clark a designator or descriptor of a person when it comes to identity ought to link them to land geography history black history is world history we know that black history is world history but still they give us the label of black people it's not a label yeah Guys, what, is, what do you look like when you look in the when you look in the mirror? We're not black, are no. They? But when you look in the mirror, why can you not? Be, I know I'm not black. I'm brown. But when you look in the mirror, what do you see? Do you see? Oh, I don't want to be labelled. Or do you see a beautiful person of colour with gorgeous hair, with beautiful eyes, with beautiful skin, from whichever land you're from? Yeah. Does it matter? Because the only reason it becomes a problem is because now you're trying to, to, to almost, 
it's, it's like being in op- it's your opposition. You're in opposition. The point we was making was the fact that when they are getting the accolades, they don't need to be called... Anything. It doesn't need to be say young yeah. white male. That's what yeah. we're saying. Young male. But yeah. it is black and white or white and people of colour because no, now people don't want to be labelled fine. But now it's people of colour. We have colour to our skin. They don't. They don't like it. So they try to make us feel bad for it. It's that simple. Mm. But it's not, we can't, we can't say it's about land because how many of us own land? You can't say, do you know what I mean? Mm. And it's, it's things like that. It's like when we did the show about, um, are we British? Yeah. Or can we be called English? Or even? can we be called English? Yeah. All, everyone that, that says, oh no, I don't want to be, I don't want to be labelled and whatever. But then you would go around and say, oh, I'm British. And mm. I was there saying, me? I'm not British. Yeah. I'm not English. I'm not from this country. I don't, I, I don't claim it. Because these are the same people that are telling me that I'm black are the same people that would be like... And telling me to go back to where right. I come from. <laughs> where do we come because from? Because my skin does not look like yours. So whether we like it or not, whether yeah. you call it a label or it's not a label, whether it's a, a stamp that's been put on your back, you have to accept they are one way and we are the other. That's just the way that society is. What are your thoughts, is? beautiful people? Give us a call, 0789 That's 0789 one three four seven one three because we love to hear what your thoughts are on it. Yes, KJB. Just, just and just Bear Arrow's making some really great points, but we also got to reflect on the fact that there's a, this report, mm. and it said fifty eight percent reportedly mm. it was fifty eight percent, and the report had to see color. Yeah, the report has to see color because if 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 the report that has come out doesn't see color there, there's not a true representation but then it of says, what the situation it's, it's not is. a true representation because it says black asian. and asian yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying, asian not, and black people are the same shade yeah the same color they're just different shades of brown but what i'm trying to say is not that, necessarily we are the same but, sometimes but what i'm trying to say is if 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 these reports don't show that and don't reflect a colour, mm. then how are we going to change the perception or the narrative why should of be how a we're being seen? Why could it just not be, oh, I don't know. Do you know the only reason why that statistic is so high? I'm going to say this because I'm going to jump on the white people's bandwagon now. There are already 4% of us in this United Kingdom who have colour. So if 4% are, 58% of that 4%, are getting stopped and searched. It's a lot. That's a lot of black boys yeah, exactly. in comparison to the to the white mo- Which is 20%. Yeah. And, and yeah. just to add to that, just I'm not cutting you, but it's interesting that if that's the case, those in power or those working for the police organisation... Mm. They are then seeing color. They're, they're the ones exactly. that are that's the But that is the point, that's isn't the point. it? And this is why it's been brought to question because it, it's, it, like we said, it is dehumanizing, it is demoralizing, it is intrusive. And half the time they're being let go anyway. So why are they doing it in the first exactly. place? Why are they doing it in the first place? And yeah? the concept of not wanting to be labeled to me sounds. I'm sorry, I've got to be wrong. It sounds to me like it's on the white, a white person saying, I don't see colour. Because... Okay. We know that's not you're true. You're not colour blind. Because they do. Because obviously, like we're saying, these, these statistics are a reflective of national statistics. Yeah. This is not just London we're talking about. We're talking about countrywide statistics. Mm. 
So obviously there is an issue about how young Asian black young men and women mm. yeah. are being seen. Mm. Yeah. There is a massive issue. So the thing is, how is it going to change? Will it ever change? And we keep asking this question. We, we've gone round and round Do in the goldfish bowl in this show regarding that. Yes, naturally. But this Lily. show is shown why it won't change. Right. Because if we within ourselves cannot agree at the fact that the issue is colour is obvious, mm. that we are noticed and and recognized as people of color if you cannot accept that then there's before you can make change you have to accept that there's an issue yeah and without you make having that acceptance there's no point in us saying oh yeah we should support one another and we should go and make a change and we should march for whatever because what are you marching for you don't see labels yeah yeah. It, it's, it's not gonna change because within our own community we've got one side that say oh i'm black and i'm proud and then you've got the other side that are like oh but why why are you making yourself stick out i'm not making myself stick out <laughs> my skin does that all on its own <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah. so it, within our own community if we can't agree then how do we expect them to listen to anything we gotta say mm-hmm. yes occasionally. yeah and we and we and we know this there is an issue because that's why there's been such a national or international push yes regarding how black lives are seen exactly if there if there wasn't exactly if that wasn't important we wouldn't have that it would have just been humanized mm. humanistic there wouldn't have been no color on mm. no banners or put in front of an organization yeah it would have just been humanistic it would have just been one race yeah maybe it's we're just like melanated race, that's that we see that's we, we, not know, we know we're melanated but still even there is a disparity between asian and black or we're all mel- well asian and and what afro-caribbean is that what you want to call it are melanated people so we are of like minds but different cultures it you know does it really matter it's going back to the fact of that we are human but then on one side, we might look at it that we are, but then another side that we're seeing there with the disparity with all the the fifty eight percent to the twenty and fifteen percent mm. that we we are held out as black people, and that's just how society will see us in that sense. So and can I can I, I just so, paint the picture I, of how, sorry, <laughs> I just I just want to paint the picture of those numbers, yeah? yeah. In a a portion of a thousand people. Yeah, only what's four percent of a thousand? Forty. Mm. Forty of those people are black, which means nine hundred and sixty of those people are white, which means nine hundred and sixty times two, a hundred and ninety-six of them are getting pulled over and strip search. Where four percent is one in four, four in one. But yeah. within that forty people, mm. almost what? what is it 30 something 30 something of them are getting pulled over mm. and stripped mm. and searched mm. it's a lot i'm not gonna that is numbers. where that if you if you want to make it that that is where the disparity is that is where you have to see color mm. in a group of a thousand people where only 40 of those people almost the majority of those 40 people are being stripped and searched yeah. compared to a little drop in a in a in a glass of water of the other people that aren't being stripped and searched so it's the matter of how do we 
where is the change going to come? Yes, KJB. Sorry, this, my, my final point on this, and it's just, again, we come very it's close opinion, to the end yes, of the show, is that we're, we're, <laughs> all these things are linked to organisations. Mm. Statistics are linked to organisations. The police is an organisation. Yeah. Mm. So it's all these organisations that are protagonists right. when it comes to these labels. We're not mm. talking about you, me, Ara, yeah. Bella, Ara. We're, not, we're seeing it how we should be seeing it, yeah. but it's these organisations that are it's in place that yeah. are seeing it that yes. way. Let's get this clear. Mm. All right, beautiful people. We'll see y'all in five. DJ Laro, you can catch Laro from 8 till 10 tonight. Gal Gal Guess 2234 Guess 785 Big shout out to Marja Kanisha Isa Ty Ty Anaya Close your eyes, then you'll realize Keep your eyes wide open 
Oh yeah, that's the sounds of House Temptation there featuring Linda Muriel. And I believe in love. Wow, the I can't believe how quick the time has gone tonight. <laughs> We've not even discussed everything that was on the schedule. So I hope maybe next week we'll, we'll get into that stuff. But sometimes things we have to speak about things that are not difficult, but, you know, just to tackle things that are out there that have to be tackled. And one of the things there is our young black men. We've seen that they're doing good things as well as being demonised on the other hand. And how do we how do we get past this? How do we rise above all of this? This is the scary part of many things that we're kind of dealing with. Um, we're here on August the 9th, 2022. Lily, we've actually been on air for two years now. Wow. And with All Flavours Radio. Thank you so much, George Flavours. And big up to allflavoursradio.com. You're locked. Keep it locked because this station just is going from strength to strength. We're doing lots of different things, lots of great new presenters on as well and talking on things that need to be addressed, right? But playing for you, playing differently and just we're there for you listeners. Thank you so much for joining us. So naturally, Lily, what are your thoughts on, you know, or KJB, the things that we've been discussing tonight? Well, and, and keep in mind, you've got to keep it brief because we've like got five, six minutes left. No, one, one of your, one of your, one of, one of the listeners posted in uh, "Black is not color." Yeah, we we've never ever advocated black as a color. It's what's been and been perpetrated. It's a narrative, mm. and it's something that's been forced on us through different organisations and, and media outlets. Mm. So it's out there. So we have to embrace it. Uh, we know black is not a colour, but it's representative yeah. of what's happening to our young people. Or what they're because, telling us, what we yeah, are. No, it is, no, it's representative because it, that's what they're putting as a headline. Mm, that's what yeah. they're using as a headline. So it's a representative of, of how they see us. Mm. So we have to own that and not mm. be afraid to own it. Yeah, naturally, Lily. You're going to read the, 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 the quote or? I'll read a quote from the book. So this quote is from Richard Nixon. He was the US it's politi- president, wasn't he? Yeah, US politician and president. Um, and he said, defeat doesn't finish a man. Quit does. A man is not finished when he's defeated. He's finished when he quits. Yes. So as much as I said, there won't be change until we can all agree on something. That doesn't mean we should just give up trying to change the narrative. Um, I think a lot of positivity, we spoke about social media and as much as it can be quite destructive and expose quite a lot of negativity, I think in some instances, social media has actually been quite positive. Um, it's opened the way for many people to be very vocal about their ideas and opinions about mm. certain things. Um, and just like I said, you know, back in the day, we never thought Somalians were black. I think <laughs> one of the reasons why Somalians are so confident with coming out and saying, hold on a sec, we're African, obviously we're black, is because the beauty standard has changed and that is greatly due to social media. Yeah. Um, and things like police you know, strip searching young boys. Um, and then on the flip side, young black boys being vilified for their heroic acts. These mm. are all things that have 
come out because of social media. So as much as we may look at it as, you know, something that's quite stifling and you know it stops us from progression I actually think there are a lot of positives about it as well and I think that we're doing more positive than negative yeah I I mean like I said um in our uh, South Tottenham ward the Lord Mayor of London will be coming down tomorrow we'll be meeting him and we're doing a lot down here Mm. so I'm excited I'm really excited because they've given us a lot of funding they've given us things in order to help our young men as well but in some cases, when we've looked at it tonight, the fact is that they are taking it upon themselves due to organize, being not even being affiliated with an organisation, but because of being human yeah. and doing the right thing, that they've gone out and even put their lives on the line to do what is right for others. So even though they look down on our young men, mm. we know that they, they, they're doing more good then they're doing more harm. Yeah. And I think that is what we need to recognise, really, the good that our young people are doing. Mm. And they're doing some amazing things. Mm. Get away from the labels. Our young people that are coming out of the Caribbean, African community Mm. are doing some amazing things. Mm. And they've got to be celebrated. These things, like we spoke of our our achievements... And how are the things that we do that we don't just put it under a bushel, we don't put a light under a bushel, but we do come out and we celebrate these things mm. and let people know, hey, we are on, we've always been on the map. Yeah. Yeah, we're just, we're there. We're being, we're visual now. We're visual Visible. and we're going to take those, those steps to make people see this. And thank you, Ara. She says thank you um, for the Halloween, but always a brain gym for me listening in on your drive time. And thank you so much for your support. Everybody that tunes into the drive time show here, Let's Talk Drive Time. It is Let's Talk. So thank you so much for your comments in the yeah, chat box. And you know, you can also phone in. We want to hear what you have to say in regards to the things that we talk about. Okay. So beautiful people. I cannot believe it. One minute left to go. So I'm going to quickly put... Um, this Chaka Khan song on DJ Lara will follow me from eight to for follow us should I say from eight to ten as well as DJ AT Francis and don't forget don't forget beautiful people that um, Charlie Muir along with Darnell the therapist will be on tomorrow and you can always check the schedules so beautiful people I guess all we got left to say is we'll see y'all on the other, other side, side. take care when your heart is free it's easy to make a decision when your head is clear you know you have good judgment